Joseph Pasek of BarnBurner.ca. Our twice daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 36, 36 platforms. Welcome to another edition of MLS Kicking It with the Hall of Famer, John Nelson of OSG Sports in Atlanta. All right, John, since Jose Altador has returned, TFC has looked like the old TFC. Another victory, and maybe, like I told you months ago, that they're going to make the playoffs and throw Atlanta United FC. What do you think? Uh, You know, I think that all of the discussion that we've had about might be premature because you see what New England is doing, you see what Orlando is doing, and I'm looking at D.C. and Toronto of making some kind of a charge. I think that, you know, when, when everybody was saying, okay, uh, to Greg Vanny and Tim Bezbachenko, uh, what are you guys going to do in the window? And they're like, well, nothing. Everybody was scratching their head. But what you got in the window was everybody getting healthy. And I think that when you can have something like that go down, I think that's big for Toronto FC. And, and Chicago is another team for me that just seems to be dead in the water right now. So, uh, I'm looking at, you know, three teams that aren't going to be around and two from the bottom who've got a lot of work to do that probably will be. All right, so 3-0 victory over Chicago, back-to-back victories over Chicago. Uh, let's talk about in Montreal, your team, Atlanta United 2, Montreal 1. Take us through that match. Joseph Martinez and Joseph Martinez. But, I mean, it's a lot more than that. Uh you know, obviously, everyone is drawn to what Joseph has been able to do, scoring twice. Uh, and I think that if you ask Joseph, he said he, he probably would have left at least one, if not two, on the table from a couple of opportunities. But you got to see for, from a, an Atlanta United perspective how uh, Eric Rometty is uh, bringing a physical presence into the lineup in the midfield. And, uh, you know, that was the, one of the main things that – everybody looked at when he came up from Bonfield that he was going to be a physical presence. He was going to be a different presence than what you would have, you know, with a, you know, with a Darlington Nagby there in the middle of it all. But you saw how uh, Rometty integrated with Jeff Lorenowitz in the midfield. Joseph gets two, Piatti gets one at the end and, uh, you know, made it a little interesting, but big win for Atlanta United. And they got some help from uh, uh, folks who were playing teams directly behind him in the Eastern conference. And, put a little distance between themselves and basically got back points uh, with a game in hand. All right, let's talk about the Eastern Conference. Columbus going into New York Red Bulls, defeating the Red Bulls 3-2. That's a big victory for the crew. It is, and, it, you know, I think that a lot of folks in Atlanta were trying to figure out who to send the, the bouquet of flowers and the box of chocolates to, and I think you send it to Greg Berhalter because and I think that what you're going to see is a lot of folks testing Chris Armist. And Columbus had a formation change up top and had two, I think it was basically like a 4-4-2, and created some matchup issues for Red Bulls defensively. And I think that what you're going to do is you're going to see teams maybe putting in a little extra wrinkle here and there, going up against a Chris Armist who is still trying to learn about being an MLS coach. And and it is serious on-the-job training for Armist right now. So... You, you might see more wrinkles going forward, but the wrinkle that uh, Burhalter put in at the beginning, put three on the board before the Red Bulls could blank, and then they had some second-half substitutions that drove it back to 3-2. But, yeah, big win for Crew SC, and uh, Red Bulls had an opportunity and couldn't take advantage of it at home. 
All right, uh, next match, I don't know, we'll take 15 seconds. D.C. United 2, Colorado 1, 15 seconds starting from now. Uh, Wayne Rooney scores on Tim Howard. Tim Howard looked bad. Rooney also broke his nose, but big win for D.C. They needed it. Broke his nose, really. That's, that should have mm-hmm. been broken nose Rooney. All right, FC Dallas, big victory over Sporting Kansas City, also 3-2. Yeah, and we're kind of wondering right now, what's going on with uh, sporting, how, how things are for them defensively right now. You know, it's a, it's an interesting look, and it's going to be a big challenge for Peter Vermes going forward that defensively this is not the team that we're used to seeing with sporting. So big win for FC Dallas as they continue to chase Atlanta United for supporter shield. FCD's really putting in some quality work, work right now for Oscar Pereja. Vancouver doubling up Minnesota 4-2. Another four-goal performance for Vancouver. And, you know, when you see this once again, you know, you're coming off of the the big news from uh, Alfonso Davies, and obviously he can't be in the Bundesliga until he's 18. So, you know, he's loaned back and everything is all fine and dandy for right now. But you've seen what Vancouver can be offensively. Unfortunately for Carl Robinson, they're not like this every single time. And, you know, good news for uh, the Loons as Darwin Quintero was named as a substitute for the All-Star game here in Atlanta later this week. Couldn't have happened to a more tremendous presence who came in very quickly and established himself for Minnesota United. But, you know, Minnesota United going into the match, you know, we said uh, last week when we talked about it that they're going to have to win on the road. 4-20-4 and as a franchise on the road in MLS history, and they're going to have to improve on that, and obviously not the way that you wanted to start it if you're Adrian Heath. All right. Like I said, 15 seconds for for that match, but I'm going to give you three seconds for this match. San Jose, Real Salt Lake, nil-nil. Set soccer back 15 years. Portland, two. Houston, one. Good for Fernando Adi. Uh, Adi wasn't getting the playing time, and he had been such an integral part of the Timbers over a very long period of time. And on Monday, it came out that Fernando Adi was signing with FC Cincinnati for the remainder of the season in the USL as they get ready for their move up to MLS. Great cornerstone to have. You needed to score. And FC Cincinnati right now leading the Eastern Conference of the USL. And the talk was from Taylor Twelman that they were going to bring in both Fernando Adi and Alashe from San Jose, considering the fallout. And he's just fallen out of favor with uh, Michael Starr for the earthquakes. Two good pickups if they've both come to pass. But Fernando Adi gets the sunshine goal for Portland in the 2-1 win. Basically, he comes on. And in the 80th minute, some backstory, uh, the Portland Timbers supporters sing, You Are My Sunshine. And it goes back to uh, Timber Jim. And for those of you that don't know the story, go to the Soccer Down Here Live Twitter account. We have a link to the story as to how You Are My Sunshine came to be as an 80th-minute serenade for the fans. But during the singing of the song, and you can hear it during the game action, Fernando Adi gets a, gets a sunshine goal, the rarest of rare birds in Portland, Gets the win 2-1, loved and adored by everybody in Portland. Tremendous way for him to finish out his career as a Timbers, a member of the Timbers Army. They get the win, tremendous effort, and great great for uh, Fernando Adi as he moves on to Cincinnati. John Nelson, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. All right, but it's cloudy here in Toronto. Anyways, let's, cloudy get, here too. 
let's get to uh, Sunday matchups here on MLS kicking it with the Hall of Famer John Nelson of OSG Sports. Uh, two good matches, Seattle 3, New York City FC 1. Uh, Seattle coming around much like Toronto FC. Well, and also, you know, remember the just the travel schedule that NYCFC had. They were in Orlando midweek, and they took one of their charter exceptions and chartered as a part of this this whole run. So midweek in Orlando, having to fly to the other end of the country to play a mid-afternoon match in Seattle in the heat. So the result, not necessarily surprising, considering going in, I want to say NYCFC was 3-4-3 and on the road this year, 10-0-1 at home. But you have Rui Diaz, you have Ladero, you have all of these pieces that are kind of coming together. I don't know if there's enough time left on the clock for Seattle to sneak in as a six, considering what the West is right now. Seattle gets the Duke big win for them moving forward. All right. And then we had uh, an awesome, probably the matchup of the weekend. The last matchup of the week was LA Galaxy 4, Orlando City, once again, on the losing end, 4-3 they lost. But talk about... Uh, the LeBron James of footy. <laughs> well, wait, Joseph Martinez? No. Yeah, but even though he should be considered it, I think you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Zoltan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, Zlatan. Yeah, Zlatan, he's okay. And, and he is carrying the galaxy on his back right now. But hat trick, and he actually apologized to Daniel Slayton of uh, Fox Sports and FS1 after the match was over. He said that he was too tired, and he said that he should have scored two more. But what we've seen with Orlando is they have problems defensively. James O'Connor is going to have to blow the thing up, I think, and start over in the offseason. Two, LA Galaxy, to have Zlatan and Olakamara up top, you're having to sacrifice things defensively and when you sacrifice things defensively you have these seven goal shootouts i mean the game in the first 45 was completely unwatchable and then everybody just unleashed the hounds you know james o'connor and siggy schmidt uh, and you end up with a seven goal thriller that had a lot of lead changes and such but because laton is now sitting out of the all-star game because he's tired he can't play next week in their matchup against colorado I don't think that'll hurt them a whole lot. They just won't win by as much as they would if Zlatan was involved. And they also didn't have Romain Alessandrini in this matchup either from a suspension. So good on the Galaxy to continue to keep pace with everybody in the West. And Orlando just continues to have problems, and they're in a serious place right now, and that place is hurt. And, uh, by the way, the All-Star game happens in Atlanta. You'll be in attendance. Zoltan has been ruled out of the MLS All-Star Game against Juventus. And for those who wanted to see, Cristiano Ronaldo will not be there, but John Nelson will. So who would you rather have, Cristiano Ronaldo or the Hall of Famer himself, John Nelson? John, you take it away. <laughs> Easiest way to, to get in touch with us is to reach out on the Twitters at Soccer Down Here. Reach out to me at OSG Nelson. You can follow along on Twitter. On Facebook, how many John Nelsons are there on Facebook, Joe? There's 316. Oh, there you go. Because Joseph Pasek said so. And uh, John Nelson 316 says, I just added a Freeman, so that's how I'm different. So that's uh, follow along on Facebook at John Freeman Nelson. You can also follow along on Insta or the Gram, as the Migos says, at Cute Sports Guy, because when the boss says that's what you are, that's what your handle is. 
and follow along soccer down here on 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time on Blog Talk Radio, also syndicated in a couple of other spots, and burnburner.ca, and it's 427 platforms that it's on north of the border. 36, 36. But uh, John Nelson will be back here on Wednesday to preview the MLS All-Star Game. He'll also be back on here later this week to preview MLS action for the weekend matchups. Thanks a lot, John. Anytime, my friend.